Hello and welcome to Who's He at the Movies. I'm Phil and on this episode I'll be taking a look at The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Now I've been quite looking forward to watching this film. Based on the captain's log, a chapter from Bran Stoker's novel Dracula. The film tells the tale of how Dracula made his way from Eastern Europe across the sea on the ship Demeter, before it landed in Whitby where he began his reign of terror in England. Now, it has been some years since I last read Dracula, but from what I can remember is that this particular chapter details the character of Dr. Seward being sent a packet of papers to his asylum, which happens to contain the log of the cargo ship Demeter, the captain of which is Petraeus. Here, Captain Petraeus details the sense of unease amongst the crew who start disappearing, with crew members sighting a large dog that begins stalking the ship. The log ends with the captain stating he will tie himself to the ship's will um, before he obviously perished. Now, admittedly, there are quite a few blanks to fill in to make a movie, so the rise of the film had some artistic license on what exactly happened on board the Demeter. So, with this artistic license, we have new characters to flesh out the nearly two-hour running time. We have Clemens, played by Corey Hawkins, Anna, played by Ashlyn Franchuzzi, and Wojciech, played by David Dasmalchian. We also have the introduction of the captain's grandson, Toby, played by Woody Norman, who again was not in the book. And like the book, we have the boxes of Earth from Dracula's homeland and board ship, which the vampire needs to sleep and sustain his power. But from here on in, this is where the book and the film take different paths. Firstly, in one of the boxes of Earth is Anna, who Dracula takes on board to basically use the blood bank during the voyage. However, after Anna is discovered when her crate is smashed during heavy seas, Dracula then decides to start feeding on the crew. With the crew disappearing one by one, Clemens, who also happens to be a doctor, tries to convince the crew that something else is on board the ship, with the captain, played by Liam Cunningham and renamed Elliot in the film for some reason, trying to keep the ship on course to England with a dwindling and panicking crew. Now this film bombed at the box office. It only took $21 million against a budget of $45 million. It didn't even get released in the UK as the company due to manage that distribution, E1, was sold off. You might say, that's bad luck. However, it might just be lucky for you that you won't see this on the big screen. Last Voyage of the Demeter had so much potential. Alien on board a ship was one description I heard. But whereas Alien was full of dread and tension, Demeter is a bog-standard monster movie devoid of any terror or suspense. But the one thing that really holds it back is that the villain of the piece is Dracula. Played by Spanish actor Javier Botet, who was no stranger to playing characters covered in latex, his Dracula is nothing more than a snarling man-bat, which completely ignores Bram Stoker's description of a large dog. This Dracula is given no dialogue and merely stalks around the ship in extremely poor lighting, which made it difficult to see exactly what he was doing to his victims. And while the makeup is practical with a few CGI enhancements, another generic looking monster made for a disappointing adversary. There is also hardly any real gore to be found here, and for me, well actually that's no bad thing. Horror movies for me should be about tension, you wait for that jump scare. And usually where there are no jump scares, some horror movies make up for that with copious amounts of gore, which for me just isn't horror. However, there are neither of these things in this film, so I was struggling to see what the point to it all was. 
There were a couple of decent ideas with Dracula's victims becoming white-eyed zombies and the death of one character bursting into flames in sunlight was a place very few films would dare to go, but there was just not enough of it on screen. All the actors do give fairly decent performances, with Liam Cunningham and Corey Hawkins coming off the best. In fact, Liam Cunningham gives his Captain Elliot a certain amount of pathos and gravitas that this film dis did not deserve. The world cares little for sense, Mr. Clemens. Perhaps it is not meant to be understood, but rather experienced and accepted. And Corey Hawkins, who is American, does a particularly good English accent. And this is the only character that has any really kind of backstory, with Clemens being the first black man to graduate from Cambridge as a doctor, but is unable to find work because of the colour of his skin. I was one of the first black doctors to graduate from Cambridge with a medical degree. Ever told you that? That's very nice. I applied to all the best hospitals in the country immediately, I was told. There were no positions available. I fought tooth and nail for my education, and yet no one would let me practice it. Finally, I was offered a position by post. Royal physician to King Cal I of Romania. My name. It reached them somehow. But the colour of my skin, it would later seem, had not. The remaining characters are walking cliches, which I suppose it could be argued is pretty much standard for a horror film. They're only there to be slaughtered by the monster, so who cares whether they had a, a pet cat waiting for them at home or not. But the thing that irked me most about this film is that no one should be left alive at the end of the movie. The story of Dracula is so ingrained in the public consciousness, everyone knows that Van Helsing and his band of vampire hunters make it their business to kill the Big D. Plus the fact that in the book, the captain is the last person left alive on the Demeter, as is evidenced in his log. But this film, well, just chose to ignore that. So creating characters for the purpose of this movie was the right thing to do, but the director should have followed the lead of Rogue One. None of the characters in that film were left alive at the end, as everyone knew they were not in A New Hope. As I said earlier, the main problem of the film is Dracula himself. Had they chosen to make about another vampire, and not about that one chapter from Bram Stoker's book, they might have got away with the sequel baiting. There is nothing wrong with poetic license, and sometimes it can add to an already existing text. But if a filmmaker ignores the basics and the actual ending of something that is already established, well, it was never going to end well. So all in all, I came away very disappointed. It was overly long, dull, and just a bit of a mess. I was really hoping for something new and fresh, but all I got was something as old and stale as the hard tack on board a cargo ship of the 19th century. 